R.I.P. Patrice, man. Patrice O'Neal, who said it, bro, is like, I got into this game because I'm a funny guy. Mm -hmm. And then I realized somewhere down the road that this game isn't that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like all of show business, which we already know is greasy, but it's like the niggas who really thrive are the people that are okay to just put their human instincts aside to sell you a Pepsi. It's like, I'm not that nigga, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm a human. And, and you know what's been the funnest part is the challenge of figuring out how to maneuver in this digital space. And mm -hmm. this is what this podcast is. This is what all this shit is. Might yeah. as well get into some comedy talk because we're not going to do a bunch of the other shit. What are we, like 45 minutes in? 32. God damn, nigga. <laughs> Conductor, 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 we have a problem. Conductor, we have a problem. I'm high as shit. Uh, what's going on, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast. This is Black Zeus. That's me. Uh, here are the beautiful people. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, you too can be beautiful people. All you have to do is come back next week, and that's it. The beautiful people are the people that keep coming back. You're beautiful people. And that's all that we're going to say about that. Your boy's back to smoking weed, if you can't tell. And, you know, after a week and a half off, it's hitting me pretty good. So going to be loopy for the first few minutes here. We'll acclimate, as the pilots would say. This is We're hitting turbulence. Everything's... Oh my God. Oh, oh, we're leveling out. All right. So we're going to do that. This is episode 38. This is season four. Uh, I did a bunch of comedy, you know, so we actually have some comedy shit to talk about. Um, as much as we can talk about that, there were some fights that happened. There are some fights that aren't going to happen. We'll talk about that. Uh, we got poll results. There's that. And, uh, you know, I just did the rundown of the episode, which I don't normally do. So there's that. It's a good episode so far. Starting off all right. We gotta we gotta get a producer in the house. We need uh we need someone to man the computer. We need a, another voice. We need a calmer voice, a voice of reason. Uh so let's summon the producer right now. The hushamle halu humble. The, <laughs> the powers of Africa unite. Uh, all the punching power of Francis Ngannou. And then... <laughs> uh, Dante's in the building. <laughs> the power of boxing has been stripped away. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. How you living, bro? I'm good. Blessed and highly favored. How are you all doing? Right. I'm doing all right. You know, I'm high. Uh, I said it already. Yeah. You're not high. Nah. I'm so high on good. life. 
Yo, man, I'm high in life too. You know why you have to? Why you have to make it sound like I'm not high in life? No, I'm obviously like, high on weed because like you can hear my voice. Um, that's just the cliche thing. Sober people say it's like, no, oh, man, I don't need drugs. I'm high on life. Fair enough. All right. I used to be one of those people. You seem to be that person right now. What do you mean used to be? You're telling me you're telling me all these things right now. It's like, oh, this used to be me. Is that why you know so well? Hmm? That's why you know so well. I, that's literally something I just used to say. I think you're gonna have to carry this episode, bro. Too high? No, I'm not that high. <laughs> I'm exaggerating like a motherfucker right now. If anything, I smoked what an hour ago. Like we watched the fights again. Yep. We watched the replay. Uh and then or all the highlights, I guess. Is, <laughs> we'll say we watched the highlights. But we both watched the fights. I watched them yesterday. <laughs> I watched them yesterday also. Uh, I did some shows yesterday. What have you been up to, though? Uh, what have I been up to? Just been busy. We've been shooting <laughs> some stuff, you know? Fair enough. Um, yeah. That sounds yeah. crazy, though. You've been, been busy? Like, what do you... Yeah, like I've been editing and so like nonchalant, nigga. Like I don't know, <laughs> bro. The, the weeks go by so fast. Like, like I said, uh, is that a recent phenomenon in your life, or do you think that that's been like a like around for a while? It's been around for a while. Like it's been like going like turbo speed for a while. Your mid twenties, late twenties, twenty six. All right, so you just mid-ish. Your, you're mid ish. You're yeah. still mid. Yeah. Um. All right, so I would say yeah. Everything starts to ramp up, really. Like, yeah, uh, the older you get, bro, the time becomes fucking. It's non-existent, bro. It doesn't even feel like it's a real thing. Yeah. <sighs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for doing that. Now I'm having some sort of weed existential crisis. Oh my god, bro! I didn't get some of the things that I need to do. Still got to go to Nubian show tonight. Um, happy November, everybody. You know this episode is releasing November first. I hope you had a good Halloween and shit. I'm obviously celebrating Halloween. I am in high school right now. That's my character, you know, because I got this G-Unit hoodie. Prime condition, my actual hoodie from back in the day. So, like, one of the few fucking uh, pieces of clothing that actually survived. Somehow, really good condition. There's, like, some fucking cat bite marks in the collar and shit. I never had a cat. These are girls' cats that fucking ate my shit. Um, did you hear the, <laughs> you heard that, <laughs> you heard that anger and bitterness, they're not even in my life anymore, but here I am wearing this sweater that I like, <laughs> fucking this damn cat. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about comedy because there was none of that last week. Uh, started off this Monday. I'm working on a new hour is what I've been telling myself for a while but not committing to and then i just got bored of fucking working on some of the jokes that like i i want to do an hour that's specific to certain subjects you know so uh i'm like locking in on a bunch of like relationship shit and love shit sex stuff and damn bro like Doing comedy with this fucking wire shit, bro. Uh, through the wire. I'm over it, bro. Like, I'm so <laughs> over it. People say they don't notice, but it's like, to me, that's all I notice. Obviously, it makes sense. Yeah. 
But it's like you don't hear you still don't <laughs> I say this every week. Say this every week. Like it's so, kind of noticeable. Uh, like it's like a a two three. But if I didn't know you, I would just think that's the way you spoke. My personality is I laugh a lot and I smile a lot, and it just feels awkward to do both those things mm. to the point where I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't even want to speak. Like doing the podcast is annoying as fuck because like I, I feel like I should just be resting. <laughs> Like, maybe this is God telling me, shut your mouth for a bit, nigga. Like, <laughs> you talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this, this fuck. It's been annoying, but, you know, I've been dealing. Because that's what you do as an adult. Uh, or just as a human, I guess. You gotta... You gotta tough it out and fight through the adversity. You know what's been really fucked? Is existing online and in comedy. And then also in the real world right now. Is like... Obviously, things are fucking crazy right now. We're, mm -hmm. like, on the brink of war. The gas is just being bombed to shit. And it's, like, I don't know, man. I'm a human being, but I guess online, you're not supposed to be a human being online, you know? I think the weirdest part for me is watching, like, uh, artists and entertainers, like, not use their platform, but then, like, big up other people that are using their platform. Mm. It's, like... What what advertisements are you trying to protect? You know what I mean? Like what corporate interests are you trying to align with? It's so odd to me, bro. Like it, I don't know. Uh, but but I'm supposed to just be a comedian. It's very like I don't know, bro. Like you're a content creator, you know. Like yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel any pressure to fucking speak? Not, I'm not necessarily saying this is reflecting of my thoughts, but like, mm -hmm. do you feel any pressure to speak up about what's going on? Do you think one way or the other if people do or don't? Me personally, I don't feel pressure to speak, but that's just me. Like, yeah, this is not an issue that I'm feel that I have to say something about, regardless of like what's actually happened. I don't feel like I need to say something about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like. If it was something something else, maybe, but if it doesn't move me, I don't really feel compelled to speak. You well, know what, what I mean? moves you, nigga? A genocide doesn't move you? Yeah, when there's a good fight going on. Yeah, see, that's crazy. <laughs> and that's the part that's weird to me because I exist in the real world too. But like at the same time, I'm watching those fights and I'm like, I don't know, nigga. It's like Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe I've just compartmentalized those yeah, things. Yeah, that's what like, everybody does. That's that's how we move through life. Yeah. And not even and again like that's a very human way to fucking I don't know, bro, like I don't even think I have a platform to speak about it and not necessarily have a position, but I also don't feel pressured either. Mm -hmm. But I I feel human and I feel mm -hmm. like I used to feel more human and used to feel more okay with just projecting like being human about shit mm -hmm. and just like it not having to be an actual issue or whatever it's like now if you make a post it's like oh you're taking a stance or picking a side or whatever it's yeah like, to me i don't look at shit like that necessarily mm -hmm. you know like i, I <laughs> like again i'm a comedian right yeah and i know that this is the way a lot of comedians think it's like bro our platforms are comedy platforms mm -hmm. like not really political people you know like no. not, you know so it's like but that's also like part of like the social media thing. It's like you, depending on who you are, like sometimes you have to 
pick a side because if you're catering to your audience, you know, half of them or more than half, depending on how you cultivate your audience, they're like, yo, you have to say something about this or da 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 da. Well, if I'm being perfectly honest, bro, from the entertainment aspect of it, like as an entertainer, as a comedian, as an artist, what I'm seeing from like people who have like a bigger platform, bigger audience, who are more tapped into like the corporate side of shit. Mm-hmm. It's like they never speak about shit. Yeah. Unless it's like corporately aligned with something. Unless they get an email saying, here's what you have to say. And that's where I start to be like, (laughs) okay, well, obviously it's not necessarily that those people, and they want to speak up. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's been really, like I said earlier, it's like, um, I've literally seen like, like entertainers in comment sections of other entertainers thanking them for using their voice and platform. Yeah. That's like a while they have their own fucking voice and platform, Mm -hmm. but then like you look at their voice and platform and it's literally them selling shit, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's like, but at the same time, it's like I'm also a comedian. I know my place isn't like to be a like I'm not a preacher or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's really odd to. And then I also don't know the whole thing, you know. Like I don't know that that's for me personally. That's another thing. Like I don't know the whole thing. Yeah, and I. Not really. But are you educating yourself on that shit? That's what I was gonna say. I'm not not interested interested in in even educate. Like the things that move me, I I go 100% in them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And if it's not pulling me to like, oh, I I feel the need that I have to go look into it, I'm not gonna really look into it because I'm not moved to do so. And then so because yeah, of course that's how people yeah that's how people. That's just human nature. Yeah, but so to to like compound that, it's like that also informs why I'm not going to say something because it's like, I'm not going to say something if about something that I'm not interested moved, in, yeah. not moved to. And, you know, I don't know much about like, all I know is like from other people telling me, but even then that's like a, I, I, a certain see, perspective. What you're, what you're describing is the effects of globalization, you know? And this is so hilarious for me to even be talking about because, again, I wanted to talk about comedy. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, but it's like, we're not meant to, like, human beings, like, we don't, yeah. we're supposed to know what's going on in every corner of the world. But this type of, of an event is the type of news that makes it around the world, regardless of technology or not. Mm. How does the fucking knowledge of World War One spread over here then? If it's happening over there, World War Two, like it's a major fucking world conflict that spreads. Well, yeah, but it, like, to that point, like I don't think we're supposed to be knowing about all these things. But then like, we're also not supposed to be fucking so bombarded with bullshit. Yeah, I agree. So like, when I hear and and again, I, I I'm just playing devil's advocate yeah, because yeah. I'm, I'm more on your side about shit than not. But then this is the struggle that I'm having is like I'm trying to figure out how I got here because again, I used to feel more human about shit. I used to actually care about like things that mean a little bit more. Not to bring up that fucking Jaden Smith meme, but can we talk about the economic? Yeah, like but like yo they turned that nigga into a meme for a reason though yeah because what like whose interest is it to have the majority of the world talk about the real important issues as opposed to us which we're gonna talk about the fucking fights Mm -hmm. and you even saying that you're more interested in the fights than a genocide is fucking insane to me like do you even hear that yeah no you know what i mean yes but particular 
I cannot have every single genocide that's going on in my head. I just can't because you think that's the only genocide going of on right not, now? Of course not, bro. Oh, nigga, I'm African. You're Caribbean. This is like, what I was like, saying. Like, so, like, this I, is a great argument because this is like I feel like a conversation that a lot of people are playing out in their own mind. You know, like yeah, I have okay, been. Yeah, you're like we're like this is perfect, bro. Like, like I, 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 I just can't have all these genocides in my mind, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, and to be like, oh, I have to put this one on top of my mind. It's like no, because what about all the other ones? Are they all, all the other genocides less important? I know, bro. Are they all equally important or are they all equally not important? Like, which one is it? Because you can't say this genocide is better to be supporting than this other genocide. They're yeah. both genocides. They're both equally bad to me. So, yeah. like, I just dead it there, like, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the same time, though, this is what's happening in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's kind of hard. I think it's harder to advocate even though, like, we're directly connected maybe by lineage or by heritage, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, like, us specifically, uh, you Caribbean and me African. Mm -hmm. It's like, we're definitely connected to some genocides, bro. <laughs> like, Yeah, but, but, but it's like, thing. But we're more directly connected to what's happening in our immediate timeline, you know, like, adjacent to us existing, mm -hmm. you know? And, 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 and I think, like... It doesn't excuse the fact, obviously, like, being black, black people know it's like, all the black issues kind of get swept under the rug. Mm -hmm. You want to you want to take a look at shit? Like, you tell me what's happened with civil rights. Nothing. But, like, who's talking about civil rights anymore? It's everybody else's rights. They're like, And then civil rights kind of just got fucking swept by the wayside, you mm -hmm. know? It's like, that's how I kind of... <laughs> like, we know, we know the game, but it's like, other people don't know the game, really. Uh, like... This is the first As culturally. Yeah. Like black people know it culturally. Yeah, but this is because this is how it's been since day Udo. <laughs> See, okay, yeah, because now we actually start to get into like some sort of world history shit. Yeah, but that's my point. Genocide's been happening. Mm -hmm. Extin extinction's been happening. Like, there, what happened to all the other... I mean, if we want to go deep... <laughs> what happened to the all, all the other... All the other type of homo sapiens and all those other pe people. Where are they? <laughs> You're talking about like the Olmecs and the fucking... No, before that. Because oh, yeah. like there's homo neanderthals, homo sapiens. Oh, you talking about the missing links or... No, but I'm just saying there's all those other species and races of homo... Like we're well, homo sapiens. they're saying sapien. they evolved up, no? Isn't that the whole theory of evolution? Yeah, but they're also saying that some of them interbred. So like there's homo sapiens and homo neanderthals at the same time, mm -hmm. right? And then there's, I don't know if you heard about Homo Naledi. I just heard out about this one. No. Crazy, bro. They were like, <laughs> I don't know if they're people, but they're kind the of- comedy like, is coming later. Yeah, it's bro. coming. <laughs> but like, yo, they found them burying their dead in a cave 200,000 years ago. And like, you have to like- they have to go. Yeah, but see, I'm I yo like. But I, they're not Homo sapiens. So, I'm not. But sure, they're I, gone, so it's like genocide's been happening. I don't believe that everybody was just fucking cave people at all no, times, bro. No, but that's I was what like, I'm oh, civilization. No, no, no bro, but like, it, come on. So, but that's my point. Like, yeah. there's Homo Neanderthals, which we know. Homo sapiens, and then there's Homo. They're both. There's so many. The, the so Denisovans. Many homos? <laughs> I know, there's, there's just bare Homos, dog. <laughs> 
2023 all the oh, time. Oh, we're canceled. Um, <laughs> um, the, the Denisovans, um, have you heard of them? The, yeah. The, the, the pygmies, the, all, all the different kinds of people. Like, are we going to talk about their genocides too as equally? Well, they don't even fucking... Are we just going to post a black square? Like, what the fuck? But wait a second, though, because they, like, technically what you're talking about is fringe stuff. Fringe science, fringe knowledge. Like, pseudoscience. It's, no, like, they're, they found the bones. Look, it's not, it's not, it's not that it's not, but we're we're talking about... People don't know about it. It's not even, well, yes. Mm -hmm. But people don't know the, like, the mainstream narrative is... Very Eurocentric, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, that's all that people know. Like, even this conflict right now. But, di bro, this is what I'm saying. You can't say that you're disconnected from this conflict as a black person, bro. I'm Ethiopian. Yes. The Beta Israelites are Ethiopian. Like, bro, they, yeah. they 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 brought the Ethiopian Jews over there, bro. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. like there is direct fucking. And they're still racist to those. Oh, Jewish don't tell. Yeah, like I know they've. Yeah, they sterilized the over twenty thousand women or something like this. They brought over the black Ethiopian Jews, mm -hmm. and they sterilized twenty thousand of the women. And the the population de is in major decline of all the black Jews out there. But like, I'm not even. To me, it's like that's where I don't get into it. Is like the religious thing. Like they like they're trying to make this a. a well, like they're turning this into a biblical war. Literally, like Netanyahu's mm -hmm. having all that dialogue about it and shit who netanyahu the president of israel oh that's how they're talking about it it's like this is a fucking bro he, he just well, made I mean, some, he just made some speech it. literally where he said that we're the people of light and they're the people of dark i'm like oh no yeah well that's uh, that's how you justify it like oh, bro no. what happened remember we're, we're, we're talking about history the conquistadors that came over from spain came to mexico they're like god told us to come over here and kill all of you like what Man, no one talks about that genocide. But Actually, they do, but you I know. don't know. Again, I'm not an entire historian. I just know that there's like a deeper fucking. I yo to me in direct effect to not just the Western world but the entire world. What's happening right now is just set aside the religious aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Set aside the the. You know the um, damn, not religious, but like the the cultural aspect of it. <laughs> I don't know what. Yeah, the weed. Um, <laughs> this is like this is the war machine. Like, how did we not? If you grew up through Iraq, you know, like if you grew up watching the Iraq war play out, the Afghanistan war play out, yep, all that shit, and then you're watching the same playbook, bro, where it's like. Is wartime, let's ramp up the machines. Who's really making the money <laughs> right now? You know, like, who's really profiting off of all the death? I mean, we're, like, we're, let's follow Innocent the, people continue to suffer. and then the dollars. We, and then we're fighting wars for barbaric fucking leaders, you know? It's like, who don't actually align with the people, you know? Look yeah. at the people, look at the protests the world over for Palestine, bro. In places where literally it's illegal to have a Palestinian flag in Germany or some shit. Really? And then all the, like, thousands and thousands, like 20,000 plus people were protesting. And all these Palestinian flags, like in Germany, bro, like mm -hmm. a, a place where you obviously know that history. Yep. And it's so crazy to see, like, how people who have been through that history. And this is why, truly, I, I like, you just can tell that it doesn't reflect the actual religion. Like, the war is not a religious war because it doesn't represent either faith um killing of innocent people yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah 
it's it's and then if you really want to look at even like Hamas and stuff like they were literally built out of uh, Israeli funding, bro. Like again, really? I'm not a political guy. Damn, bro. This Whoa. Was so be... wait, Israel sent funding. Yeah, it was like an ISIS thing. It was like no, 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 like early in the days they see they saw it as like um again I'm not entirely fucking okay. Uh, damn, we're too much of a comedy podcast <laughs> to get into this. Like people are in the comment section now being like you guys are fucking idiots. Like p- like pick a side or I'm not picking a side. I don't know what to do. <laughs> you pick a side. I respect that. Yeah, man. It's like yo. It's just fucked up to see innocent people die for governments again, again. And this is where it's so obvious that the people the world over mm-hmm. are, are not with it. And then the governments are saying that we represent the people and we're with the war. It's yeah, like, but the no, governments you're not. never really. But that's so like, this is why it's weird to me that you can even be like, it doesn't affect me because like. No, but this does affect all of us, really. Like, okay, I think it's easier to say it doesn't. It affects. I'm not saying it doesn't affect me. My point to is to the extent where there's like no, like you don't see the steps where this actually ends up in our front yard. You know what I mean? Okay, it's possible, but I'm okay. So I I have to live in that fear all the time, bro. No. So that. You think having information is fear? No, but I'm I'm just saying like, okay, okay, it's possible it can come to my front doorstep. Uh, until then, if like, you're if you're a spiritual person, then you know knowledge is power. power. <laughs> so it's like, power. so why would avoiding knowledge? I'm, I'm not avoiding. Wouldn't it. it only make you stronger? Again, I'm only playing devil's advocate because yeah, no, I, I I'm, I'm on. I'm, I saw like no, I agree. I align more with with Dante <laughs> on this shit. Yeah, but like. These are the battles that I'm having in my own mind, you know. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm not like I said, I'm not avoiding it, but I'm also not post about it. Then <laughs> black square, <laughs> fuck the black square. The black square literally, like when I saw that shit going on. Oh, I, that's how I knew who to stay away from. Bro. I left Instagram. Whoever posted I stopped, black I stopped square. using it for like, like I'm like this is the dumbest thing. I had a I had a really good conversation with the homie the other day about getting on social media. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but it's like. The trap that I'm in at this point in my career where it's like it's if for a comedian especially mm. it's like how do you build an audience yeah in the digital world without being in the digital space well this is you just and you know this is straight from the Joe Rogan handbook you post and you ghost like that's yeah but no do. that's not that's not that's not enough bro because I don't even want to participate well uh, then don't, that's the don't thing. participate in the things you you're not interested in participating. I don't want to participate in any of it, but I have to. How do I? How do I fucking? Okay, okay. So yeah, I, I, if I didn't need, and and this is where I've already drawn the line. I don't have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't have Threads. Yeah, I'm not going to continue down this fucking stupid ass rat race. Oh, there's the, this is the latest app that fucking. I get it. Like, sure, it's an audience building tool and all that shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how much more of my fucking data do people need? How many, like... Oh, Did you hear about Be Real? Do you know about that? No. See, that, that, that that's good. You don't even know what it is. <laughs> like, Be Real, to me, you know what Be Real is? Is the guy it's from a, Cypress Hill. Yeah. Insane in the yeah. No. Be Real. I don't even want to explain it to it's you. It's an app? Just tell me. I might as well know now. It, it's an app, and it was supposed to be, like, the next big thing, and it's like... Um, I, I don't know how it works. I didn't have the app. I only found out about it last year because... Um, oh, we're already late. It's a year. It's a- I, I, literally, a guy 
was dressed up as the app for Halloween. I had no idea who he was. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm be real. He's like a B with like a movie reel. I'm like, I have no idea what this is. All right, is. so it's like a new TikTok, I'm guessing? Something. I, yeah, but it was big, but I, I don't hear much about it anymore. I have not heard a single word about it. But That's I'm guessing good. It's youth-driven? Most likely. Yeah, I'm not in school anymore. I'm so far removed from elementary school. Like, mm-hmm. why am I on TikTok? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. So you're already removed. Like, if you never even heard of Be Real, like, that, that's a plus side until I... Yeah, how is that up. a plus when I'm still in the building phase of my career, bro? I don't have the audience where I can afford to not be on these platforms. That's the problem. When I started okay. comedy, yeah. I didn't need to necessarily be on these platforms 24-7 and have them fucking with a microscope up my ass. Yeah. Be like, what are you doing right now? What do you do? What cereal did you have this morning? Oh my God, my fucking life is a goddamn mess. I need you to fucking fill it with something. Fill the void. And it's, and this is like, it's all void shit. Mm-hmm. It's fucking horse shit. This is like, I don't care, bro. But it's like, how do I build an audience then? It's like I, can, I obviously continue to do comedy, which will never stop. Yep. And and luckily, bro, not luckily because I am who I am. I've built myself up on that stage in Toronto, bro. Like when I walk into clubs, people are excited to see me, bro. Yeah. Even like I've gone dude, to that place. Where where were we on Friday? Dude's like, yo, man, I've been seeing you around. Like you know no, but I mean? these are comics. That was a comic who said he's been seeing me around. That's one thing, cause like. The, like, but that's still pretty th- that's still great you know obviously I mean? but that's just being an og in the game like when you're around long enough that to be fair though because i actually remember being like all bright-eyed uh, people who were like 10 plus years in but that's not necessarily like to me when an audience member is recognizes me from m- not my online shit because people yeah. do not recognize me for being an online guy i'm not a meme guy yeah i've made that very clear yeah when they recognize me from bro i walked into yuck yucks uh like a couple weeks ago and I wasn't on the show. I was just going in to say a hi to some mm. of the staff and the owner and stuff. Yeah. And there was a guy there with his girlfriend. Bro, this guy was in a booth with his girl, talking to his girl. He sees me. He jumps up. He's like, oh, my God, babe. This is the this is the comic that I was telling you about. This is my favorite guy in the city. Hey. This is Black Suit. Yo, are you on the show tonight? And I'm like, no. I'm just, ah. <laughs> like, yeah. in front of his girl, in front of the owner of the club. Like, just to me, like that. Yeah. I'm a comic, nigga. You can't fuck with me on that stage unless you're an actual comic. Then I can talk to you. But if you're a fucking memer, bro, like I'm not a memer. So mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. what they want me to be. Nigga. Yeah. But it's like, I might want to talk about the war. You know, like then talk about it if you no, want but to. Like, but I, but like, yo, to. that's not how the platform works. I already got shadow banned for trying. Just try like and 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 mixing it in with my comedy fucking reels and shit. Yeah, I got shadow banned all of a sudden. True, and I, and they're already fucking with me on my goddamn views over there. So I I tend to not look at that shit. Yeah, but like I I I look at it only to know how it works, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how this shit works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I post dumb shit, it g- booms, bro. Yeah. When I post horse shit, when I post a little advertisement, it booms and it puts money in my pocket. Sure, but when I post some human shit. It go it dips in views, mm-hmm. it dips in engagement, but some and like you know it's fucking fake, bro. This is this whole game is rigged and fake, and you know R.I.P. Patrice, man, Patrice O'Neill, who said it, bro. It's like I got into this game because I'm a funny guy, mm-hmm. and then I realized somewhere down the road that this game isn't that. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like all of show business, which we already know is greasy, but it's like the niggas who really thrive are the people that are okay to just put their human instincts aside to sell you a Pepsi. It's like, I'm not that nigga, bro. I'm, yeah. I'm a human. 
And and you know what's been the funnest part is the challenge of figuring out how to maneuver in this digital space. And mm-hmm. this is what this podcast is. This is what all this shit is. Might yeah. as well get into some comedy talk because we're not going to do a bunch of the other shit. What are we, like 45 minutes in? <laughs> 32. God damn, nigga. <laughs> all right, so comedy recap. With my goddamn Kanye through the wire phase, I started out Monday at SoCap Theater, which is in the Danforth, Greek town. Shout out to the Greeks, Tikanis. It's your boy Black Zeus right here repping Greece. You know what I mean? I was born there, but I am all African. If you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard the origin story, that's what it is. That's why I'm Black Zeus. I was born in Greece. I'm Ethiopian, though, but I rep everybody, but I rep who I am, you know, and I'm Ethiopian by blood, so that makes sense for me to... To say I'm Ethiopian. Anyways, started on Monday. It was a it was a comedy nugget show, so I'll shout them out too. They they put on some really good shows in the city, um, and it was an all new material show. So, like I was saying earlier, I'm, I'm trying to get into the the phase of my new album, mm-hmm. and it's like having all this material, but just like trying to hone in on what the vision of the album is. Which I've actually, bro, I have like three albums plotted out. I okay. just have like, and this probably, this idea is the most solid of them, like sex, relationships, love and all that shit. And then the rest of them, I'm still kind of building out. Like my brain is like a multi-step process. I, as I was wrapping up the last one, I already had plotted three albums, but I already had timed out like the, mm. the set list for the new one. Okay. I just have to actually start going in and really fine tuning some of the shit. Um, so I took this Monday show as an opportunity to just start, like, it's a new material show. I ran all this shit and then I, I have all these new brace, like brace jokes and like having metal wires in my, my teeth and all this shit. Um, those went over really well. It was smaller crowd, you know, but it's a Monday. So shout out to those people. Uh, what I will say though, at that show, fucking hilarious. And I put the reel up or the short on my YouTube. Um, there was a, the first comic up, bro. I was supposed to be the first comic up. And then this guy that's frantic. I've never seen him before, but he's just like a, this frantic comic. And he, uh, like, whatever, he needs to go first, so he goes first. He goes up on stage, bro. This guy's Ukrainian, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, straight from, like, from Ukraine, fresh off the boat. Yeah. This nigga looks like Zilneski. <laughs> he looks like the fucking president yeah. of Ukraine. And the first words out of his mouth are, man, I'm so fucking mad at Israel and Palestine right now. Don't forget to give us money. I'm like, oh, <laughs> crickets, bro. He's, he's like, oh, I'm like, yo. <laughs> but it's like, I hate to go so deep into the stereotype of it, but like, I even mentioned it on stage mm-hmm. and it was part of the, the short that I posted. Yeah, so. uh, it's like, I thought that Zelnitsky being a comedian was a, a conspiracy thing, but seeing that guy, bro, I'm telling you, that guy looked like Zelnitsky. Mm. Like, height-wise, obviously he's Ukrainian, you know what I mean? So he sounded like him, he looked like him, he was asking for money on stage, <laughs> like, as part of his jokes, and then as soon as his set was over, this nigga bounced, bro. Like, bounce. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Zilneski, bro. Like, <laughs> Do you get a picture with him? <laughs> no. I don't want a picture with that goofball. Yo, I'm out of there, bro. I made a joke about it on stage, and then, you know, hopefully the government doesn't see that because they'll shut my bank account down or something. That's the joke I made is, like, because they have that power. Um, but, yeah, that was that was wild, bro. Like, I couldn't believe, like, 
the stereotype just living itself out. I'm like, how many comedians do you got over there, bro? This is crazy. Just the fact that he looked like, obviously, the genetics are really, like, limited over there. They only got so many phenotypes. <laughs> <laughs> like, they only, you know, the creator character is limited in the in the face, eyes, yeah. nose. Because if, if you're pressing out carbon copies of the president out there, that's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> um, so then, yeah, moving on to the rest of the week. I did a bunch of shows Friday, Saturday. Um, today is Sunday. We're going out to Nubian after this. I'm not on tonight, but uh, just going to support, talk to Kenny, and probably try and get on either next week or like one of the closing out shows for the year. Uh, but I did Yuck Yucks Saturday. Actually, I'll start with Richmond Hill because you came you came with me on uh, on that retreat. Mm-hmm. We drove out frantically to Richmond Hill, <laughs> which is just outside of Toronto. It was actually Thornhill. <laughs> yeah, it was actually Thornhill. That's just one of the people in the crowd to say. It was like, you're not in Richmond Hill, it's Thornhill. Well, bro, the club promotes itself as being in Richmond Hill, so I don't know what the hell. That, I'm not. I'm not from there, so I knew I was in a hill. Yeah. How about that? Um, the club is great. the The show was hilarious. The only thing that I wish had actually happened, and and you got to witness this too, because we were filming. So that was it. Was fun to capture that room. The room is gorgeous, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like it it's, it's like it's a very swanky comedy club. Yeah. If you're in Thornhill, Richmond Hill, Toronto area. Go check out Joker's Comedy Club. Uh, they got shows every weekend. And I should be headlining a weekend there soon. Like, we're plotting that. But talking to talking to that nigga is crazy. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we showed up there just in time uh, for this charity show for a basketball. Like, it was a basketball charity. Oh. Um, that's why there was a bunch of basketball jokes. Shout-outs to Mark Trinidad, Alan Shane Lewis, and Tamara Siobhan. Uh, some of the best people I know in the comedy game and it was just fun to I don't get to do shows with them that often like Mark I see pretty frequently but Alan I don't get to see that often because this nigga is killing it on CBC he's on TV um, and Tamara's just crushing it but we don't really cross paths too often um, so yeah that was a really fun show I mean it was a show it was work the audience was too spread out but like that's that's not on me or any of the comics. Mm-hmm. Everybody did their thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got laughs. Everybody got laughs. Mark did a great job hosting, bro. Yeah. Like, he did a great job. Like, like if it wasn't for his hosting, that show would have been a lot harder to fucking pull off. Um, then rolling into Saturday, Yuck Yucks, downtown Toronto. I was booked for the 7.30 show and the 10 o'clock show. I leave with enough time, like more than enough time. Mm-hmm to get to the show, the first one. Um, but, bro, traffic to get into Toronto is already a mess. Yeah. But again, I gave myself enough time. I factored that in. What I didn't factor in is a car accident just up ahead of me that would happen, that would create, like, over a 30-minute delay. Miss my first show. Uh, get a message from the owner <laughs> the next day being like, hey, yo, what's going on? And again, I'm an adult, so I own up to it. No excuses and all that shit. It's like, it is what it is. It's not professional, which I fucking hate because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm not trying to present myself that way. But uh, like, yeah, smooth that over. What actually ended up happening, I because I, I missed the first show and I had to wait till 10. Like I put the bat signal out and someone had canceled on another show. So I was able to go get a set in. Um, and then came back to Yucks to finish off the night there. Uh, 10 o'clock show actually really ended up being really nice. They just started doing the late shows on 
uh, Friday, Saturday again. They've only been doing eight o'clock shows for a while mm -hmm. since COVID, but now things are really picking back up. So uh, go check out Yuck Yucks downtown Toronto. They got shows throughout the week. They got uh, Wednesday amateur night. Thursday is like uh, antidepressant Thursdays. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are always shows. Last Sunday of the month, which is today, while we're recording, not when you're listening, uh, but the last Sunday of every month is the legendary uh, Nubian Disciples. Uh, wait, sorry, Kenny Robinson. Kenny Robin. Damn this fucking <laughs> through the wire. Through the wire. Kenny Robinson presents Richard Pryor's Nubian Disciples of Comedy. I believe that's the full title. <laughs> uh, but it's it's the closest thing Canada has to Deaf Comedy Jam. It's literally like one of the three to four rooms where I credit my real growth on stage. And um, yeah, legendary show. So if you're ever around on the last Sunday of the month, go check out Nubian Show at Yuck Yucks. Um, yeah. And uh, I think that's going to be it for the comedy recap. There it is. I actually did a bunch of shows. And it's, it's ramping up. I actually have a bunch of really good shows coming up. I don't have my phone in the studio. So, you know, I will. Um, comedy, comedy Royal Rumble at Civilian on November 11th. It might not be November 11th, but it's there. I'm at the Soho House uh, on November the 7th. <laughs> it might not be on the 7th, but uh, I'm at SoCap. That's December, so I don't need to promote that right now. Might as well. Uh, not right now, bro. It's it's too it's too much. But I'll, I'll be at SoCap. I'll be back on the damn fourth. I'll be in the East End, Greek Town. Uh, <laughs> um, and that slap yo mama comedy. That one's gonna be a fucking banger. That one is dis no. That one is November twentieth. It's a Monday, at the Drake Underground. Okay, so the Drake Hotel, not Drake the rapper. This is a really, this is, but this is as well known, you know, in Toronto. If you're from Toronto, you know the spot. It's at the Drake Hotel Underground, which is the venue. It's just called the Underground. Um, November 20th, Slap Your Mama. Tickets are available. All the links and shit are available. I'm, I think I got to start a link tree. You know what I mean? Um, and, and yeah, but that's the comedy recap. We're going to do the poll results, and then we're going to talk about the fights briefly. I don't, we're not doing Dante's Inferno this week because that's insanity. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're new to the podcast, uh, welcome once again. If you're returning, welcome back, beautiful people. You know this segment. It's called Poll Results. Every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, soon to be uh, YouTube when the channel pumps a little more. You know, But we're not begging. Don't worry. Organic growth. Not give a fuck when. We, just, we got patience over here and talent. That's the, that's the motto. Um, but on my Instagram social media feed, every Monday I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. The people vote on it. And then Wednesday we bring the results here and me and Dante discuss the results. This week's poll question was, which of these is the worst quality? And the options were gossip slash jealousy. Did you hear that? Just gossip slash I didn't hear it, dude. Oh, you heard it. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> Through the wire. <laughs> gossip slash jealousy, dishonesty, negativity, or lack of empathy. Uh, and before we get to the results, Dante, how did you vote on this one? So, the way... <laughs> <laughs> um, me personally, I think these kind of... 
fall, they all fall under the same category as negativity. Like, I, I think these are all yeah, of course. different oh, forms I, of negativity. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I, I for me, I pick You boil it down to negativity. Yes. I see. I, I get what you're saying, but what I, like, for me, how I view this, and I think there could be way more options, too, because uh -huh. we're literally, it's like a scientific fucking theory thing. It's like, yep. they they... They do all fall under negativity, but you could also say negativity falls under dishonesty or gossip and jealousy, you know, like, like yeah, it's vice but, versa. Like, no, but if they all... That's the root? You're saying yeah, negativity the, is the root? Yeah. It's lower vibrational. And that would be the root for negativity. <laughs> like, you could keep yeah, going back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so all, right, all, right, like, all right, It's lower vibration, which is underneath I like the way you thought this through. You just <laughs> boiled it down to, okay, what do these all boil down to? Because 100%... These are all qualities you would find in the same person. You know what I mean? Like if they possess like one of these, chances are they possess all of these. Yeah. If not at least two or three of them. So if there's a negative person, so, they're more likely to gossip or to correct. Be so they're very interconnected. But yes. it's like which of these is your most annoying for me? Yeah. Gossip, bro. Mm. I fucking hate gossip. Like, uh, but as I've gotten older, I realize there is a right and wrong way to do it too. Like not necessarily a right way to gossip. But it's like, if there's something that you need to tell somebody, and this actually just happened the other day. My friend needed to tell me, like, it's like, yo, watch out for this. Yeah. F but I'm like, no, not to name names, because yeah. it's not about that. And that, like, the way exactly they did that was so perfect. And I even brought that up. I'm like, the way you did that, and because they even mentioned it, it's like, because I don't want to get into gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, just boiling down the bare essential information that yeah. is important for me to know. Yeah. But that's um, positivity, because they're actually trying to help you there. Correct. Correct. So like that, and that, and that is a person that I actually that I know cares about me, and I yeah. care about about them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't. That's that's the people that I fuck with at this yeah. point in my life. Yeah. It's like, if if you if you possess these, I don't like I don't. So like get get away from me. Mm -hmm. uh, that's some snake in the grass shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a bunch of little Wayne bars. Like a bunch of them are like flooding in my mind. It's like snake in the grass is one of his favorite fucking things to go to um but yeah i would honestly say gossip like jealousy i just put it in there because i see them as the same mm -hmm. but nah if anything jealousy could be split off into its own yeah. branch uh, i think because you might gossip out of jealousy like you might be saying something like oh this, this, well i don't that, think you can gossip without it like without some jealousy being at play like what is if you're talking like about someone who's not in the room mm -hmm. that says something about how you feel about that person. Yeah. And I don't know, I guess it's not always going to be jealousy, but yeah. I'd imagine there's a lot of that. There's something. Yeah. But you can be jealous and not be gossiping. I just fucking hate gossip. Cause like I've experienced so much of it. I've done so much of it when I was younger, mm. but then I realized that that is, that is the trait of, I think maybe for me, that's the easiest to recognize in snakes. Mm, you know? Yeah. Like that is the trait of a snake, bro, is gossip. If, if this nigga's willing to talk about someone else, when yeah. they're not in the room, then you know they're talking about you. Yeah. The second that you mm -hmm. you leave the room. And then once I entered, like, uh, entertainment and show business, I'm like, bro, this... I Actually, for me... So many snakes in the grass. <laughs> it's it's amplified in, in show business because people are thirsty for like fame mm -hmm. or or the spotlight whereas some people are just artists that's where i that's where i fall in line mm -hmm. so it's like i've really 
Like, but you have to have a spine about shit, you know? Yep. And that's where I think it's like, okay, just because I'm not a snake in the grass or I'm not willing to play the game the way some people may, you know? And that's not a spite on them. It's just, that's not my personality type. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm, again, Nipsey, bro. Marathon mentality. It's like one break at a time. I've accumulated the skill and the and the confidence, so it's mm-hmm. like now that can take me anywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm not reliant on anything other than myself and I, like bro i've proven what i can bring so um i forget where that was going it was <laughs> going to a specific spot why the fuck would you give me the results oh, before sorry. i even asked for him nigga? i thought you were asking the me. fuck nigga the fuck nigga? we have a that. formula nigga go for it the fuck nigga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought that's where this was coming my bad nigga all right uh no <laughs> That was a crazy aggressive, not warranted. Um, no, I really wanted to figure out how I was wrapping that up, but you know, I guess I'll take more lines, Bane. Um, let's get to the results. <laughs> For the first time, me seeing these results, this is uh, 18% dishonesty, 44%. Wait, 18% said gossip and jealousy, 44% said dishonesty, 13% said negativity. 25% said lack of empathy. Lack of the empathy. Yeah, that's a that's that's also a wild one. Um Yeah, dishonesty. It's not that it's excusable. I think for me that's just way easier to dismiss. Cause I already don't like I don't hold the opinion of dishonest people to any high regard. Yeah. So it's like when you prove yourself to be dishonest, it's like, all right, Uh, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. You know that that one doesn't really. Yeah. Although, yeah, like if you're dishonest, I'm not fucking with you. But like, okay. Yeah. This is just uh, there's other ones that I think are way more fucking like like I'm surprised negativity is so low. Like, but but to. That I like, think uh, just someone being a negative person. I don't know, but when I read some of these other ones, they just read worse than negativity, you know, like lack of empathy reads worse than negativity. Not necessarily that it is or isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I actually think negativity of all of these is the tamest, you know, like even though technically it's the root. Mm-hmm. Like when you re- like look, just look at just think about how people's minds work. Yeah, it's like you read gossip and jealousy, you read dishonesty. Like those are salacious terms. Like lack of empathy, that's like fucking yeah. you monster. But you hear negativity, and that's just like regular negativity. Yeah, but like it's, I not, don't it's know. not the glamorous. It's not the glamorous choice. Yeah, but like let's go back to like a lower vibration. Like <laughs> if you're just a negative person, like you're trying to do something, and then there's always that guy's like, oh well, it's never gonna work, or da 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 da. Get that energy away from me, bro. Yeah, definitely. I don't need that negativity around me. Just again, you know, though, you know what I mean. The way I feel about dishonesty is kind of the same way about negativity. I can shut that out so easily that it doesn't. Like, even though I know it's annoying, it doesn't mm-hmm. affect me because I just no. shut that out. It's no, like, I, I agree. Like, it it doesn't affect me because, like, I'm not gonna let it affect me. But 
I th- like I said, I just think negativity encompasses all these things, which is at least you know my brain. You bring it down the vibes. Yeah, like in everything. Like if you're gossiping and I'm around you, you just brought down the vibes. Yeah, you know what I mean. If if we're doing something and be like, oh, but this guy's so much better, dog, you're bringing down the vibes. Like <laughs> if you're if you're jealous about it, if you're giving praise, that's different. Yeah. But if you're jealous and we're just talking about something and all of a sudden your jealousy flares up, it's like ugh, ugh. All right, well, that's this week's poll results. <laughs> if you guys want to get in on that action every Monday, uh, I'm AKA Black Zeus on Instagram. It scrolls at the bottom of the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll do the results again next week. Uh, let's wrap up this episode with some fight talk um, in the midst of all the chaos. You got to keep the high-profile fights going. <laughs> um yeah, Francis Ngannou versus the Gypsy King, Ty- Tyson Fury. Uh, we are not boxing experts. Dante is the MMA expert, and I would wager you know more about boxing than I do. I know that's rigged. Bro, this is why I don't watch boxing. <laughs> this is why I can't. Like When I'm watching like real professional boxers be like, yo, that was rigged. Yeah. And like people in the industry, then my opinion, they, they, they supersede my opinion anyways. It, it already feels rigged when you're watching it. I don't yeah. think you need to be an expert to see no, that. But it's, I just, it's a fight. Like you can't, like, okay, someone could take a dive, but you also can't wipe my memory of what I just saw. Well, they're saying that Fury hit him more. He got more shots in. Yeah, but they're well, pitty like, shots. That's what, they, that's what I said, bro, to my homie who brought that up. He's like, technically you got more shots in. It's like, yeah. isn't it about damage? Like, yeah, what, what is this, touch type? Like, like, like isn't now. it about actual, <laughs> like, damage? Like, bro, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I think they're protecting the sport of boxing because it doesn't look good to have an MMA but it guy damages show up. when you do that because... Yeah, but the they th- already have the next M- uh, boxing match. Like I know, but, I, but I'm saying... Which to me is so fucking wrestling. Like, we already have the next pay-per-view planned out. <laughs> well, I mean, because they... they so we have to fight, protect no, that. The, no, but the fighters sign it, and I think yeah. where they were gave them money to do the fight, like how they did it for this one. Fair enough. Right? But... I think by rigging the sport, you you just ruin the whole integrity. Like, I want to watch boxing, but because I know it's so rigged and the guy that wins the fight is not going to actually win it in the judge's eyes, like, that yeah. makes me not want to watch it anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I'll tune in to this one just to see what happens, but I won't tune into, like, a... You know what sucks, though? Because it was a great fight. Like, it was actually really but that's what I'm saying. But competitive then, fight. But then all people are talking about is robbery, robbery, yeah, robbery. Gets but ruined the, by the you just saw this amazing fight, but the judges have to, you know... What I'm really excited... What I'm happy about is Africa! Afri- Wakanda! Wakanda! Can- no, fuck Wakanda. Cameroon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Cameroon. Shout out Francis Ngannou. Because even though he took the L on paper, that nigga got the dub. Like, he got the dub in for everybody's sure. eyes yeah. in the fight world. Dana White is fucking pissed, bro. <laughs> pissed. And I told I told Dante this before we started recording, but I saw a comment uh, in one of the videos like of people talking about the fight results. And somebody said, just the fact that I know Dana didn't make a cent off of this makes me so happy. And for some reason, I that resonated with me. I, I am very happy about that because Dana White really tried to fuck that guy over. And the fact that Francis left with the title, never lost it, yep. and did this and got a big payday and looks like a champ still. Yep. 
like and he's signed to PFL now, so mm-hmm. he'll be doing MMA and boxing, I'm guessing. Yep. He'll probably be doing both. Yep. I can maybe see a future where this guy's holding a title in MMA and a title in boxing. I don't know about in boxing because it's still Why rigged. Not? Fair enough. <laughs> they wouldn't let that happen. No. Fair enough. Like, but, but but I'm no, saying but who's gonna you fight? could see a reality where realistically like he could pull that off, is what I'm saying. If it wasn't rigged. Not if it's in the sport of boxing because it's rigged. All right, but you're not fucking hearing what I'm saying, nigga. You could do it. I I could see him winning, but he'll only have the MMA belt because boxing's not going to let him get a belt, bro. This this is the reality I see. He could win a fight. He might be able to knock someone out. That's what I was going to say. What about that? But, okay, Anthony Joshua's not going to want to fight him. Deontay Wilder's not going to want to fight him. These are the champions of today. Uh, The only reason Tyson Fury wanted to fight him because he thought it would be an easy cakewalk and look what happened he lost technically like francis literally outboxed tyson fury yeah he did not look like a world-class champion <laughs> right the usik's not gonna fight uh Nganu. so where is he gonna get this belt from because those are the guys that have all the belts mm-hmm. and if they want to find him oh it's not gonna be for the belt to exhibition fight because even that fight was an action bishop belt, but then you see Tyson with the belt on after as if he won a belt in that fight. It was never even on the line. So yeah, you like Francis could be a PFL champion, but even then, like there's levels. There's to levels. <laughs> like you know, he could see, actually he still has his UFC belt, so he could still hold that up because he technically st- yeah. So he could still hold that. He never up. lost well, it. He never lost Speaking it. Speaking of UFC, John Jones mm. injured, Again. eight months. Yeah. Um, classic John Jones. Classic John Jones pulling out of a fight last fucking minute. Oh man, and that card looks like shit now. I mean, the thing is, bro, that's Madison know. Square Garden. What are they gonna do? Yeah. Because they pulled off all the stops for mm-hmm. Fight Island. The Volkanovski and Kamaru getting them involved. Yeah. Last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, you're telling me they can't figure out, like, a big main event for Madison Square Garden? Like, they don't have a backup plan for that? <sighs> well, I mean... Their they, backup they, plan is an interim belt? Like, yeah. the fuck is that? Why won't Miocic fight? He only has so much time left, bro. Well, see, that's the thing, because... Technically, he could get damaged and then no, but technically, if Miocic lost, then John Jones versus Miocic doesn't happen for the belt. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So in order to make sure Stipe has the belt, does no, Stipe? No, Joe, John Jones has John the belt. Jones has the belt. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So I guess yeah. I don't know why they didn't yeah. do that. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I'm like, I thought he had it, but I guess Stipe relinquished it. Or something, they took it from him, or no, he lost it to Francis. He lost it to Francis. Then John won it from. Oh, so it was an open belt with was... between him and Gone. That's what happened, right? He came back and fought Cyril Gone. Cyril Gone, that's what it was. He didn't. Cyril was never the champion. No, it but was, he it fought was him for the. It was for, for the, belt. the belt. Yeah, Which yeah. I don't know crazy. why Steve didn't just take the fight, but he, then again, why wouldn't he, he take that fight? Well, because if he loses, then he doesn't fight the john fight that's my only thing. no but i'm saying john won that belt uh, i guess yeah because he had to take the interim or whatever from cyril gone no because no cyril never had an interim i don't yeah and ganu left with yeah. the belt yes so then john jones fought cyril gone for the open belt. in france no 
Was that the one in France or no? I, I don't, I don't that might not have been the one in France. Yeah. Either way. And, yeah. Uh, it would have been cool to so see that, Stipe why didn't fight. that just be that should have been the Stipe Honestly, John Stipe, Jones fight? Stipe should have maybe taken this fight as a tune-up because you're coming off a layoff to fight Bones Jones, like eh. you know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know. that's a tall order. But then again, who are you going to fight? Pavlovich, the, you know, he's kind of like the new Francis and God, but he's not. You know what I mean? Like, we'll see. There's time. And then there's Aspinall who can like wrestle and do jujitsu and strike pretty good. So, you know, those are some dangerous guys at heavyweight. They're still all, oh, bro. We'll, we'll preview this. I guess when is uh, the Derek Lewis fight? That's this Saturday coming up after this episode. Yeah. Don't Damn, pull up bro. the card real quick. No. I'm right. over this episode. All right, the light. I'm up. saying, I'm saying, Derek Lewis winning. I'm just, I don't even know who he's facing. <laughs> <laughs> That's my preview. No, uh, all right, pull it up real quick. How how much time is this episode? One hour. Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> like I think. Um, where is it? Dun dun. dun. Dun, dun, dun. Almeida. Yeah. Jai is this for Jai anything? Is Jai this for contendership or? I mean, yeah. Like, I think if if Jailton wins, he might be next in line because they, they might want to push him. You know what I mean? They might this wanna... is like a test. Put him up against Derek Lewis. But yeah. Derek Lewis is also on a comeback. Yeah. He's Yeah, he's looking like an actual fighter now. It's great. Let's see. All right. Um. Yeah. There's not. There's not much on this card, so we don't gotta go through it. But ooh, Angela Hill's fighting. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah. and they confirmed the card for Toronto. Yo, just looking at this, they have Angela Hill, the underdog. Put money on that. Put money on that. It's Angela Hill. They always disrespect her like this. Interesting. She's the first black woman in the UFC. All right. And they just... Well, what's Denise Gomez? I don't know. Just some... Another Brazilian woman. See, so you don't know her, though. Oh, she's not even ranked, though. Yeah, and Angela... She's Hill the underdog, and she's ranked, but this lady's not this even ranked. This is what I'm saying. All right, that's a little crazy. And she fought, like, she got robbed against Watterson, bro. She gets robbed, like, bro, she gets Nganu'd, like, how Nganu got robbed. They do that to Angela Hill. Hmm. All the time. Well, then maybe put some money on that. But then she might get robbed. If it goes to the judges. Yeah. Interesting. And usually Angela Hill, because, you know, there's a lighter weight class, so they don't have knockout power. You know what I mean? But All right. Anyways. I'm over this shit. <laughs> uh, Dante, where can the people find you online? You can find me online at Person1Prod, P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, P-R-O-D. Shmrat. Uh, I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. Uh, well, most social media, not TikTok, not Threads, but you know, I'm I'm around. Uh, if you like what you see, hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, hit the like button. It helps. Uh, tell a friend. But we're not begging. You know, we're not beggars over here. We got patience and talent, so we'll figure it out. Thank you so much for being here. You know, uh, we uh, really. We, what's going on right now? The weed is wearing off. We really appreciate you. We thank you for being here. And if you want to be the beautiful people of this podcast, once again, all you got to do is come back next week. I am Black Zeus, and this has been Black Zeus the Podcast, Season 4, Episode 38. Peace, peace.